earlier in the week, uh, I told Pop, I said, like, you know, God put on my heart to, to share a few things um, that God's been really putting on my heart for, like, the last, I think, two weeks. Um, and, you know, this, what I'm about to speak um, today is really different. Um, and that's why I know it's from, the God, if it's from God. Because, you know, usually I've been speaking for a while. I've been speaking for a while. But usually, you know, you kind of know exactly, you know, you know how you're going to speak or what you're going to say. But you know you're growing with the Holy Spirit and God on different revelation when even when you say this message, it's kind of a new avenue for you. Or, you know, a new a new way of like, you know, a new adventure with, you know, with the Lord when it comes to like revelation and different things. So this is so you guys are going to be really patient with me tonight because I have a lot of notes. I have a lot of things. I'm going to try to make it as short as possible. Um, but there's a lot to this. There's a lot to this. So I'm going to try to be short as possible. Um, I'm going to start out. And John chapter 12, verse, verse 12. says the next day the news that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem swept through the city a large crowd of Passover visitors took palm branches and went down to the road to meet him they shouted praise God blessing on the one who comes in the name of the Lord hail to the king of Israel Jesus found a young donkey and rode on it fulfilling the prophecy <coughs> that said don't be afraid, people of Jerusalem. Look, this is really important, y'all. Really, 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 really get this. And I really encourage you guys to don't just listen. Open up your spirits tonight. Really open up our, our spiritual ears tonight. Let's not see just the way we used to see. Let's see spiritually tonight. They said, look, your king is coming. Riding on a donkey colt. His disciples didn't understand at the time that this was the fulfillment of prophecy. But after Jesus entered into the city, until Jesus entered into his glory, they remembered what had happened. So right there, they just said, at that moment, they didn't understand what was going on until later that this was the fulfillment of prophecy. So right there in the scripture, it says, at that moment, when Jesus was in Jerusalem, they were having the palm branches, they were saying, oh, hell, King, they didn't really realize how of an impact that the time that they were in at that moment mm -hmm. until later when he got in the Holy Ghost came. Right. Because I'm going to read it again. It says what had happened and they realized that these things have been written about. Many in the crowd had seen Jesus called Lazarus. They saw him call Lazarus from the tomb, raising from the dead. And then they were telling others about it. That was the reason so many went out to meet him because they heard about his miraculous signs. Then the Pharisees said it to each other. Of course, there is nothing we can do. Look, everyone has gone after him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you look back at um, verse 15, it says, don't be afraid, people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming. And there's a reason I'm, I'm keep saying this. 
Your king is coming riding on a donkey cart. I guarantee you, back in those days, when they were, they were thinking that, they were like, he's supposed to be the king. Why is he riding on a donkey? This don't even look right. All the zealots, all the Pharisees, everybody. This was this was not what, what Moses prophesied. This ain't what all Isaiah prophesied. You mean to tell me that our Messiah, the great Messiah, uh, you know, the great king of Israel is coming on a donkey? This is crazy. This, this is this is what Moses said. This is what our scholars told us about. So this is what everybody they was confused. They were like, this this is just not this is just not from what the law told us was going to happen. So I'm going to go from here, and I'm going to go. We're gonna be going. We're gonna be. We're gonna be moving tonight, y'all. Uh, Revelations. chapter 7 verse 9 mm -hmm. now remember what previously happened when he was on the donkey riding there was a hell king of Israel the Pharisees was like oh, this this is this this ain't the one who, who you know we said that was coming all the zealous said man he you know he, he's supposed to be a you know, the Messiah is supposed to be a warrior. He's supposed to come to deliver us from the Romans. You know, like, like what's going on here? When we go to Revelation. <laughs> it says, After this, I saw a vast crowd, too great to come, from every nation, every tribe, and people, and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes and held palm trees. Hold palm trees when he was riding on that donkey. Yes, yes. They held palm trees in their hands and they were shouting in great war, Salvation has come from our God who sits on the throne yes. and from the Lamb. Amen. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders of the four living beings. And they fell before the throne with their faces to the ground and worshiped God. They sang, Amen, blessing, glory, wisdom. Thanksgiving, honor, power, ooh, strength, belong to our God forever. Amen. Amen. The one in the 24 elders asked them, who are these that are clothed in white? Where did they come from? And he said to them, sir, are you the one who knows? Then he said to me, these are the ones who died in the great tribulation and have washed their robes in the blood of the lamb and made them white. This is why they stand in front of God's throne and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will give them shelter. 
they will never again be hungry or thirsty. They will never be scorched by the heat of the sun. For the lamb on the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of life-giving water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Good. Hallelujah, Jesus. So we see, so so this this okay, not much appreciate. What we're seeing here is a, a very strange act because what we see here is on one hand we see him on the donkey, we see him coming as the redeemer, the humble redeemer. We see him coming to set the captives free. We see him coming to give sight to the blind. We see him coming. That's why when he came, when Jesus first came, and it was the great, it was their new year. Israel, it was their new year, and it was Jubilee. And Jesus came in the temple in Nazareth, his hometown. And he said, he said, in Isaiah, he said, I'm here to set the captives free. I'm here to bring good news to the poor. This is this is the, the, the great Jubilee year of the Lord. But he stopped, but Jesus stopped. Because underneath that scripture in Isaiah, it spoke about also he will bring vengeance. At that time, Jesus wasn't talking about that. See, the prophet Isaiah, he was looking at both timelines. He just wasn't looking at him as the redeemer. He was also looking ahead of him as king of kings and lord of lords. So a lot of the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all these people were getting mixed, were getting their timelines mixed up. Because one thing when you're in the prophetic, you can see in the now, but you can also see what's yet to come. And what they were seeing was, yes, Jesus came as a humble servant, as the redeemer. He was born in a manger. He was humble enough to be born in a manger. He could have been born in a palace. I mean, he was the, he was the king of kings and lord of lords. He could have been born in all luxury, but he wasn't. He humbled himself. What he told Peter, he said, you want to be the greatest in the kingdom? He said, you got to get low. You got to humble yourself. That's to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And you see him on a donkey, which is really the lowest form. Back then, when you rode in the donkey, you were actually the lowest form. People were riding horses. You know, that was like an authority figure. You know, you were riding a horse. He was right on the lowest form of, of an animal, which is the donkey. So he was saying, I'm coming to my people humble to redeem them, to save them, to take away their pain, to heal their wounds. But when I come next time, oh, no, 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 no. I can't, already came as the redeemer. I came as the loving God, because he said he's also a loving God. But also, what also does he say? He's a God of war. He's a God of vengeance. And he's a God that does not play. So when we read in Revelation, when we see him, again, on the throne, because it says right here, salvation come, came, God who sits on the throne from the Lamb of God, we're talking about a future that is, we're still playing this thing out, y'all. Right, right, right. We're still playing this thing out. This hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm, right. So we're looking at from these disciples that we're seeing this in this day, but we're still, we are we are still the pieces that let this thing come to, come, eventually come to play. So that kind of tells us as believers, as, as Christians, that we are the church. And one thing that I love that the Lord really speaking to my heart about is that you know a lot of people when they read the scripture they think oh it's gonna be you know the, uh, the church and you know and all these all these different tribes and tongues yes th that's true 
And I know a lot of people think like, well, the Jews are have the rightful heir. But even Jesus says, he says, actually, there's going to be more Gentiles and more than the, than the, than the Jews because the Jews have, will still reject me. And that's why when he called the Apostle Paul, he said, I want you to go to the far ends of the earth to speak to the Gentiles who were un-Jewish. Because they were so focused on the law, you call it religious spirit, call it whatever, the Sadducees and the Pharisees and these religious law leaders, that they couldn't see the revelation that, or the message when the Lord came with that redeemable jubilee year when he came on the earth. They didn't see it because they were so focused on something that was far this way, they didn't look at the moment. Right, 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 yeah. So they didn't have no revelation coming forth. Mm -hmm. And that's why we struggle a lot with churches today because they're still just preaching the same old message that they've been preaching for about, what, 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. And there's no new revelation under the sun. Mm -hmm. right. And that's why I think when we, when, we read the, when we read the scriptures now, the Lord even told me, he was like, don't just read it from the point of looking and saying, this is it. No, look deeper into mm -hmm. a situation. Look deeper. I don't don't just think about God just one dimension. It can be a multi-dimension. And I've noticed that's what we Christians we struggle with so much is because we all I told Roy we always want to put God in the box, or we always want to limit Him to one phase of our lives because we're humans and we're humans of habit and we think that okay since since this is all we know that's all we understand because we're we're, we're human. We always leap to things that we understand. But that's why it says in the Bible, it says, do not trust in your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge him in mm -hmm. all humanly, you know. Right. So yeah, we really have to really start looking at things from different point of view, different perspective. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. we're coming in like the church. We have to start looking at it differently, y'all. We gotta start looking at what's the church. And even in this scripture right here, you know, we talked about. Um, all this vast crowd to, to, of great from every nation, tribe, and people and language. This is his bride, y'all. This this is what's his bride. You know, th these are the people that really understood what it means to give up their lives, to, to, to surrender all. And even though this was in, in the near future, but what's really unique about it is that even though he came as a donkey, he's gonna come again as King of Kings, Lord of in a horse, as a warrior. And you see what how the world's going today with our government, with different things. And I think one of the greatest things that's gonna hurt us as Christians is our passivity. Of us yes. being too passive. Yes. And the reason I say this, and this is gonna get deep, y'all. Because I feel like this, I feel like we've been so just bombarded with the love of God in that old, you know, ten com how much ten commandment ritual that we forgot that He is the law. Mm. Mm. Jesus is the law. He is the law of Moses. He is everything. You know, and that's what the Pharisees didn't understand. They were like, well, we, we got to follow by this. This is what this is. He said, he said I'm here. I am, I am here. So all that stuff don't even matter no more. So what you reading, it don't mean nothing to me. I, I, I am he. So what you're telling me, you, you're just not good. 
So, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes we can, you can, you can preach to somebody. You can tell them, be right there and tell them, try to preach to them, try to give them all the knowledge. But if they just don't get it, they just don't get it because they, they don't know how to hear. And that's why I think this season, you know, mom said, and this is, we got to seek the face of God. God is teaching how to seek his face, how to hear better. Because what he really wants us to be, he wants us to be this crowd in here. With the, who are raving their branches. He wants us to be a part of this right here. When he comes, when, when the Lord comes back with his 10,000 saints, hey, yo, I want to be a part of that. Amen. I, I want to come back. I want to be come back riding on the horse yeah. with my God. And, and we and we, and we, and we ride, we defeat, we defeat evil. I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of this. And, you know, again, like this is a really different message, but the Lord's really been, really sharpened me with revelation because one thing I do know, the King is coming. Amen. He Amen. is coming. And Amen. rather if it's in our day, whether if it's in the 20, 50, 100 years by now, but he, but the preparation we're doing here, let me tell y'all some of the prayers we pray, Amen. what Amen. we're doing, how he's connecting when we go out, mm-hmm. all the connections we make, all the kids we impact, everything we do, it will not go unnoticed, guys. Amen. It will not. Amen. All the pain we've been through, Amen. all the suffering Amen. we've been through, all Amen. the inwardly pain, it will not go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Right. And when that right. day comes, we're going to be in this crowd. We're going to be lifting our branches, and we will say, salvation comes from our God yeah. who Amen. sits on the Amen. throne Amen. and yeah. from the Lamb yeah. of God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Blessings yeah. and glory and yeah. wisdom yeah. and thanksgiving and honor and power and yes. strength yes. belong to our God yes. forever yes. and ever. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we get the victory, y'all. Amen. That's we it. get the victory. Yeah. All these attacks we've been going through, everything we've been going through just in this nation, all the praise we prayed that we feel like haven't been answered yet, everything that the enemy has been done to just destroy our mind, our mindset, just come against our families. The Lord says, take heed. He said, in the end, we win. In the end, we win. And I wrote some, I, and I wrote some notes um, that he really spoke to me about um, regarding um, just a lot of stuff that I've been seeing, really, that I feel the Lord is really, like, really passionate about his people in this, in this really, in this, in this time we're focused in. And, and one of the things that I heard the Lord say, he was like, a lot of my people are going through pain. And when I heard him, I kept hearing pain, 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 pain. And I'm like, Lord, what? What do you mean pain? And I just start writing down and start just writing stuff down. And this is what this is what I got. He says, pain is something none of us are really ready for. Pain is the result of birthing of a birthing period. For some, pain will destroy them, but for others, it can be a quantum leap that pushes you forward into God's purpose. How you rest this, this is it, y'all. This is it. And I'm going to tie all these things just to just be patient with me. How you respond to it is what separates you from the next person. You see, there was many, there's many, there's no way you can walk fully into God's purpose without first facing persecution and pain. You can't be activated into purpose without facing the pain test. I love it, you know, I'm so, I love it in the Bible in my in my head when I just picture Jesus when he was on the cross and 
he was walking across. And for just a moment, as he was going there, people were spitting on him, you know, spit, beating him. For that one moment, he looked across and he kissed the cross. For that one moment, he, he kissed it. And you would think, dang, you're going through all this pain, but you kissed the cross? You're going to die on this, you're going to die on this tree, but you kissed it. See, but what does it say? He said, but for the joy that was set before him, he endured, he endured the, cross. the cross. He endured the pain. So because he endured the pain, he gets the opportunity to activate and, and birth the blessing, the access in heaven. See, when you have when you have pain, when you have inward pain, and, and, and when I talk about pain, I'm not talking about you just you 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 hit your knee or or I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about the kind of pain when you've done everything right kind of pain. When you're yeah, a righteous person, yes, and you've done yes, everything yes, right yes. by the book kind of pain. The kind of pain that leaves you up at night saying, God, why? I've done everything by the book. What's going on? Because God says, if you have to go through this pain because it says, those who are persecuted for righteousness, great is their reward in heaven. And you can't have a reward in heaven unless you have to go through some pain. He said, you can't be qualified. Yes. You can't be qualified. Yes. I don't care how great of a father you are. No. You can't be qualified without going through no pain, pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care how great you know you are. Any of us, how great we are as individuals, as mothers, as daughters, and fathers. Once we surrender all, and once we get that ticket of that access in heaven, he says, life is going to hate you because you're mine. Right. And that pain that you go through here, once you get to us, I'm going to birth such a blessing such a crown on your head that you can't even stand up right. It's going to be so heavy. Yes, Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. And these people here that was in this crowd, they was running their, throwing their branches up. Hey, they was qualified, y'all. They've been waiting. They was qualified. They weren't just some ordinary people. They've been through some pain. They've been, they've been through some toil. Right, What we all can learn from this is what knowledge can we all gain from being uncomfortable? We all know that every moment of uncomfortability in our lives usually ends up as, fa as the fabulous testimonies. Many times God loves when we feel uncomfortable because it allows him to show up in our lives in a strong way. If we're going to walk this walk like we've been doing, me and Pops know, like we all know, we've been through it, Mom, you know it. You're gonna be uncomfortable. There's gonna be situations that come up that's gonna just rock your world. And there's gonna be praise that we pray, when we pray that we're not gonna understand, we're gonna have questions, and, that, and that's the human side of us. But I really believe, you know, we're in good company because, you know, me and Mom be talking about the songs, and, you know, I've been reading them, and, you know, so many, you know, how many times did David, you know, saying those, like, how long, Lord? How long do I have to go through this agony, this pain? How long before you come? How long before the wicked is cut down? How long before, you know, before righteousness prevails? And we don't got to go through the suffering no more. Like, how long? Do, how long? How long? And look, and, and that's what's thousands of years, and we still say the same thing he's saying. Amen. <laughs> so we ain't, we, the point is, we're in good company, guys. <clears throat> We're in good company. And when that day comes, 
we standing with David and all the prophets of old, and we, and we in this crowd, and we waving our branches. Think about the joy. You know, we talk about pain, but think about the joy we are going to feel at that moment in our resurrected body, strong, with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords on his throne. And all dominion, all glory, all power is this ours because it's his. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I'm trying to get us, I'm really trying to get our minds tonight out of our flesh and out of the time we're in to another time to come. Because as, as the Apostle Paul used to say, I'm heavenward. I can't, I can't look right now. I got to look ahead. Because there's a goal. I'm, 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 trying, I'm on a race. And I, it's, it's a marathon and I, I got to go. I got to go. Because I'm looking heavenward. I'm looking heavenward. And that's how we got to look, y'all. We're in this life. How many times in the world, in the world it says, life, our life is about a shed of grass. It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. But when we come... And when we come with our branches and when all the renewal of all things, we're in Jerusalem and that day we're in our resurrected bodies, time is going to be endless. Time won't exist no more. But all this, but all the things that we do here, we come here on Thursdays, the people, the connections, the, 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 the relationships we have, when this day comes, he's going to say, I remember those new breeds. I remember your prayers. I remember your suffering. I remember your righteousness. I remember your covenant. I remember the pain. They are qualified for this. They are qualified to have their own thrones. He's going to put you over nations. See, he's going to put you over nations. Sarah, he said, the Lord said, I'm going to make you, I'm going to put you in a place where you can make my art. Where all of heaven can see. Jesus. He don't want you to be famous here. Because when you get there, everybody going to see. Come on. See, everybody want to be famous here. Come on. Everybody want all, 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 all the, the, the celebrities and, oh, I want to be big. I want to be, I want all this. I don't want this. No, I don't want this. I want something that's going to last. I want something that's going to have a longevity to it. Man, Amen. You know, I think about I thought about a lot, you know, me as an individual. I've been, I've been, I, in the last probably couple years, I've been through a lot in my life individually. Um, been through a lot of pain, been through a lot, and all of us have. Um, we could get a microphone and we could probably go through all this room and we, we could tell our whole life story into so much pain and just so much why God and just, you know, all that. But if there's one thing that I know about this group, has he not always been there for us? Amen. Has he not always provided? Has he not always had an open door? Has he not always had an answer? Even if it was the last day before we needed him, he came at the, at the last hour. And I just want to say, like, I'm so honored, man, to just be in this in this space on Thursdays with all of you guys and for us to just go deep to seek his face. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and even the Lord told me this week, even though you know I'm going into a new position, but the Lord is gonna increase me in, in, in my revelation and I, I wanna continue to grow. Just even in just me hearing the Lord so I can share even more with you guys in this, in this season. Um, Cause the Lord is also growing me spiritually, I feel like in this season and profoundly of just what's going on in our future and spiritually and revelation of what the Lord's going to do in, in, in the next season. And, and we have to get ready because the King is coming. Mm -hmm. 
and he's not, and he, he's not, he's, he's not going by slow. He's going by his time, his perfect time. Mm -hmm. But he wants us, he wants to make us ready. He wants to make us qualified. And we don't, and like you know, just like I remember the message Matt preached um, a couple months ago when he talked about, you know, we won't have to go through some pain. There's gonna be some painful things, you know, that's gonna happen this year. But one thing I do know. I know the God we serve. Yes. And I know he's faithful. Yes. And I know our salvation comes from him. Yes. And no matter what pain we go through, we have each other. Yes. A lot of people don't have what we have. Yes. I know we come here every Thursday and we think that this is just some thing that we're used to, but y'all, we blessed. We are very blessed. I'm very blessed. You guys are very blessed. I mean, who, who and anybody here can, can, can y'all tell me like, who would have thought that we would be here now praying the praise we prayed in this last year and doing everything we're doing and, and look at look what's happened. You know, we had to, we were praying for our country, praying for different things and we've seen, we've seen things come to pass. We've seen things break. You know, I think about like, you know, what, what's happened to, you know, 14 to one? Mm -hmm. And by prayer? Yes. <laughs> you know, and sometimes I think, you know, we never really see the growth in a, you know, in a ministry or a group because it's just, it's always like, oh, you know, it's, it's all like materialistic and, you know, but the Lord says, I want y'all to grow in prayer. I want y'all to grow in your faith. That's how you grow. And I, and I remember like mom and pop said, that this is going to be year of growth. This is going to be your seeking this pacing of growth. And I really believe that it is. And I believe that at the end of this year, we're going to look at our each of us and want to say, wow, look how we grow. Look how much we can take now than we did back then. Yeah, whether it be pain, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I'd rather be walking in pain and with my God than walking alone. Jesus. <clears throat> I'm almost done, y'all. Um, there's a few things I wanted to, um, this last part, and it's going to really tie it together with um, the two scriptures. Um, the, the man, there's a man in the Bible, a lot of us know the story, his name is Joseph. And the Lord really put this on my heart because it was very um, unique. And I really wanted to share this. This is the last one that won't take too long. But Joseph was a man who went through a lot of pain. Um, he went through a lot of turmoil. A lot of his brothers were jealous of him. A lot of wrong was done to him. Um, even in his own father's house, the place that he loved, the place that you know he wanted to be, a lot of pain was done to him. And it was by his family. And he held that pain for about, a lot, about 15 years. Um, but eventually the Lord had blessed him and increased him and gave him more responsibility where he became a king and a prince and a famine in the land that he had an answer for. But what's interesting is that Joseph had two kids. Mm -hmm. And what I really found interesting is that what their names were. And I knew this is by the Holy Spirit because it was very unique. His first son was named Manasseh. And I'm going to read what, it, what, what they mean. The first one was forgetting all the pain in my father's house. 
The second one was called Ephraim. This one means, whoo, Jesus, because God has made me fruitful <laughs> in the land of my pain and affliction. <laughs> so Joseph, having all this pain, named his first son. Because he said, Lord, I just want to forget all the pain yeah, that happened yeah, to me, all on. the pain and the hurt that my family did to me. I want to start a new thing. I just want to forget. I just want to forget. Lord, make me forget. And when he had his first born son, he said, he's going to make me forget. He's going to make me forget. When he had his second son, he says, man, you know what? Wow, the Lord, you really did a mighty work because you made me fruitful in the land of my suffering and affliction, of my pain. You made me fruitful in the midst of it. Woo! And I go back with Jesus when he kissed the cross, when he was on that cross. Yeah, he was suffering. But guess what? He had he had that joy when he was walking. He had yes. he had the joy. Yes. In his affliction and his pain, he carried that joy. And I know there's a lot of us tonight, and I know I can speak for myself that there's a lot of things in my life that I want to forget right now. And I'm about to be raw with y'all tonight. There's a lot of things I, I wish I was like, Lord, help me forget. Yes. Help me forget about help me forget about the pain. Of certain air of the trauma that has been in my life. Hell Lord, help me forget. Just wash it away. You know, when I read the scripture when they said that they washed their robes in his blood. And I said, Lord, what did they what did they wash? He made them forget. He made them forget all the pain, all the cry, all the suffering. He said, Yo, you can start over. All the pain, he just washed it away by his blood, by his blood. And it, and it really just dawned on me, and I said, man, it's, it's, it's amazing how we can have so much pain in our lives, but in the midst of that, of that place where that, where that pain took place, or, the, or, that, or that, that mental space, he can make us fruitful in that area, that even space. in that space. Yes. Like, even if there's a famine in the land, he can make you fruitful in. Amen. Amen. And has he not, you know? With all this COVID stuff that's been on, everything that's been going on, he still has blessed us. He still has increased us. Because we serve a God who is more than enough. So when we think back about everything I said, I want to leave it with this. Instead of asking why about situations, let's start as a group by shifting our mind in a way where we begin to ask, what am I birthing from? This has got to be greater than how I feel at this present moment. So I'm gonna ask y'all tonight. Instead of asking us why, certain things happen instead of asking us why certain relationships didn't work out instead of asking why this happened why that I believe God wants to ask this what are you birthing in me what are you birthing through this what, what can I birth through this because pain God can use it and he can birth something marvelous Jesus birthed all of our pains every pain he birthed on that cross Guess what? He received glory 
and the pain he birthed, we don't gotta go through. And that's our gift. So tonight, y'all, I just thank you guys um, just for that word, man. And just I just really wanted to encourage our mind to just um, focus on just, you know, we even stop just seeing Jesus as just, you know, Jesus starts seeing him, and I think I said this before, just as 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 king and just and, and just having our mindset like, you know, I know things are we can be so just bamboozled with all the news and all the TikTok stuff and all and everything going on in our, in our world today that we have to remember that we do live in a kingdom, that we're in this world, but we live in a kingdom. And one day that kingdom is gonna be manifested on the earth and we will be a part of that kingdom. So every move, every decision we make, everything we do and going forward has to be about the kingdom of God. Every thought process, everything we do, every choice we make, every relationship we have, it has to be heavenward. The goal is heavenward. It's up, it's not back. It's ahead, not behind. It's up, not down. Awesome, 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 Lord. Awesome, Lord.